This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Here with me today is Brian. Eh. And we have Lizzie, the uh, Midwest Film Nerds and Game Nerds Podcast dog, sitting on my lap. Yes, that was her barking. Woof. As always, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at midwestgamenerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at Podcast. Midwest Podcast Network fan Youp wanted to know what games were coming out soon that we wanted to play, so we're going to run down that list for our listeners today. Uh, don't forget to do all your Amazon shopping through Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. If, uh, if you haven't done that yet, please do, because a small portion of that money that you spend makes its way into our hands at the network so we can uh, you know, pay off some of these games that we're putting on our credit cards, because we're broke. <clears throat> Uh, thank you to Au for our theme song called Materia Mosh. You can check out his tunes at soundcloud.com slash A-H-H-O-O-H. Uh, in terms of what Brian and I have been playing lately, it's not much. It's pretty much Destiny and Rocket League and maybe a little bit of The Witcher. But uh, if you haven't picked up Rocket League yet, I think everybody needs to play this game because it's awesome. So, And it was free on PlayStation Network. I don't know if it'll ever be free again, but I hope it does because and even if it, if it doesn't, like I think it's worth every penny. So I think it's like 20 bucks. If anyone wants to play with us too, we could always use some good teammates since we suck. Definitely. Good teammates would be great. So if you want to play with us, my username is Chon Constantine. That's C-H-O-N-C-O-N-S-T-E. A, I can't even think of how it's spelled right now. Constantine. Like it's the in the movie. notes. Constantine. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. And Brian's is Eldest Goat on uh, on PSN. Um, and Destiny, I mean, we just we hooked up our, our roommate Ricky with a PS4 for his 30th birthday. Happy birthday to Ricky. And uh, we got him, some, got him hooked on Destiny successfully. So that's been fun playing through again with him. Yeah. Playing through with somebody who literally has no idea. And it's really funny because he's colorblind. So he can't tell what color the armors are or anything like that. He's always asking us, like, what shader looks best because he doesn't know. So we're going to convince him to just put on all the pink and purple ones. Yeah, he's like, does this make me look fat? <laughs> does, does this shader make me look fat? Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> does this shader make me look fat? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so moving forward here now. This might end up being a shorter podcast than normal, but we're just going to go over some of these games here that are coming out shortly. Uh, first on the list, coming out uh, this this next week, actually. Uh, I'm hopefully going to get this podcast up like today or tomorrow. Uh, Until Dawn is coming out. And I don't really know much about this game other than it uh, looks to have a lot of like great motion capture and modeling done to it. The graphics look incredible. It's supposedly horror movie-esque in its story arc and everything. Brian, do you have anything you want to say about it in respect to what you what you feel yeah i don't know much about how the gameplay is going to be or anything i just 
know that it looks cool and yeah, it does look like it's a, a horror type game and those are usually fun. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like there's been a lot released about it. You know, yeah. I haven't seen much other than just some screenshots and it looks great. Um, in the horror games, I feel like always do really well in, you know, especially the ones that are a little more niche. I mean, I just remember the original Silent Hill coming out and not really caring for it. But then all of a sudden it became like one of the biggest series ever on PlayStation. Yeah, I never played it, but I saw the movie. Same thing with Resident Evil. When Resident Evil came out, I didn't really know much about it. But now it's it's like one of the biggest franchises for Capcom. So until dawn looks pretty cool. Um, let's see. After that, we've got Mad Max on. Uh, I should say uh, until dawn comes out on the twenty fifth of August. So if maybe I that. before or after this yes. podcast goes up. And then September first, you've got two games coming out. You have Mad Max, and you have Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Now, I wish Gojo was here to talk about Phantom Pain because I know he could definitely extend yeah. the length of the the That would be about a two-hour podcast. Yeah, he could talk about just Between the him and Pain. Alex, I mean, they could definitely... One full episode of just them talking about the whole Metal Gear series, I think, might be in order. We might have yeah. to do that. It's a guarantee that they will be back to review the Phantom Pain in September. And I, I think I'm probably going to end up picking up Mad Max. I, I want to play it. I like the screenshots. I like what they're showing me in terms of, you know, being able to build the magnum opus up and, and doing salvaging and all that good stuff. It looks really cool. I'm interested to see what kind of, like, multiplayer it has, if any. Um, the gra- Graphically, it looks great. I'm excited for the soundtrack. If anybody saw the Fury Road, I mean, the soundtrack to Fury Road was awesome. Like, the whole movie was yeah. great. So I'm hoping they take some cues from that. I hope that you can get a dude playing guitar to strap to your car as an upgrade. Yeah, that would that would be amazing. The dude. Spoiler alert. Yeah, just have him just have him sitting on your hood playing guitar. Like there's like a full stack behind you, like in your trunk, sticking up straight. That would be pretty awesome. By the way, we're drinking Moscow Mules right now. We're hoping to get progressively drunk uh, as we proceed through the rest of the episode here. So if anybody wants to know, it's a Saturday, you know, we don't condone this sort of behavior on. Yeah. on the weekdays, weekdays. no, but weekends, anything goes. Um, but yeah, Brian, you, you want to pick up Metal Gear Solid. That's something that's kind of, yeah. I mean, I do because I've never actually played a a Metal Gear game other than the prologue with, uh, ground zeros. I've played a little bit of that. And how did you feel about ground zeros? I thought like the controls and everything were cool and the graphics were really good, but I, I read through the, they basically had a summary of what has happened in all the old Metal Gear games. Right. <laughs> it's like pages and pages of text to read. And it sounded so fucking ridiculous that like, I just, I don't know if I can get into the crazy storytelling of that. Like, I don't know what it is. I always have a harder time with like the the Japanese like storytelling in video games, which is weird for me because I did used to watch a fair share of like anime and I liked it. Do you feel like a lot of that comes from the translation or is it just cultural yeah, I, differences? I, I think or? just uh, yeah, probably just cultural differences that I just don't understand or right. And some there's got to be I mean, I know like localization of games has become a, a big thing, and uh, you know they they try to develop the games in in both countries at the same time. But um, I feel like th- there's you're probably still losing a lot in translation. There has to be something lost in that coming from 
an entire team of Japanese developers who are, you know, writing the story and developing the game from the ground up. They're like translating that to an American culture and having it make sense still has to be pretty difficult. Yeah. I mean, plus, and for me, it, it, it seems weird that like, I mean, the stories just seem crazy and the characters and that from what I read and, uh, it seems to clash with the hyper-realistic look of the game or games. Like, they've all looked pretty realistic as as long as they've been able to make them look like that way. Right. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation was one of my favorite games, but I never beat it. I couldn't. Like, I never... It got to a point where I was just, like, so frustrated with the game and the mechanics of it that I was like, I can't do this anymore. But I loved, I loved the story. It was intriguing, and it was cool, and the game was sweet. Um, the gameplay was amazing. The the whole stealth, like you know, the espionage kind of thing, is is a really cool aspect of a yeah, game. Yeah, so I mean, that's what has me interested. Is I I do enjoy like a good stealth game. Yeah, and I think bringing that sort of game to these modern systems is is going to benefit them because there's they're more capable. Yeah, the absolutely. Systems, but systems have better. Who knows if this may be the last one? So. Yeah, who knows at this point? We don't. We have no idea. Or at least the last one of its kind. I mean. Do you, do you want to play Mad Max? Like, did we, I, I do. I I do want to play Mad Max. See, these are on my list, all three of these games so far. But I'm still not sure I'm actually going to pick them up, like within the next month. Because right. In I, time to review. Or I know whatever. for sure I'm getting the Taken King, which is the next thing on the list. Yeah, Taken King and Forza Motorsports both on come out September on the fifteenth. Yeah, yep. and I want those for sure. Like. I mean, I already have the Taken King pre-ordered, and I have, I mean, Forza 6, I'm just debating which version I'm going to get. Right. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for both of those. I took a few days off of work just to play those games. Right. I don't want to get into the Taken King, because I know we're going to talk about it for a while, and they've just released a ton of information about it lately. So, Yeah, it looks super exciting for people that have actually stuck with Destiny through all of its trials and tribulations. I mean, it looks exciting for people who haven't. I mean, the, yeah. the people who... I think it's been, well, yeah. it's going to benefit new players more than anybody. For sure. I mean, people that just get into it, I think they're they're going to get the version of the game that should have come out last year. Right. right. And, and for the same price. I've been telling <laughs> other friends, you know, I think it's beneficial if you are interested in Destiny in the least bit and you haven't picked it up yet... Wait for it to come out with the Taken King. Buy the package that comes with everything, because you're gonna get an experience that is is the way the game was supposed to be. Like essentially, we just played a year long beta test, and yeah. the final version is hitting hitting the streets on September fifteenth, and it's gonna be amazing. So just everything they've done to rework the game, the story, the lore, everything about it just looks so good. And and I know Alex is super bummed because they're nerfing a bunch of his weapons, and he's probably never gonna touch Destiny again. But who cares what he thinks right now? Yeah, well, we have other people to play with, right? So, anyways, I'm for it. Um, Forza, if you Forza, want to talk about Forza, yeah, I feel similar in regards with that game as I do with uh, Destiny. Like Forza Five should have been more like what Forza Six is going to be, but at the same time, Forza Five was a, a launch title for the Xbox. Right, so. they were just trying to get something out. Yeah. And it was a beautiful game, and, I mean, physics-wise and everything, it, 
and just the fact that it was 1080p and ran it for 50, 60 frames per second, you could really feel that as far as like how it reacted to your your reflexes in the game and stuff. But um, just Forza 6 is going to have, I mean, more than twice the cars, I, I want to say, than Forza 5 did, which is more in line with what Forza 4 had. Right. And uh, weather cycles, day and night. It's, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Right on. Um, next up on the list is Lego Dimensions on September 27th. Brian, you are really interested in this game because of the building aspect of it. I'm interested in the the fact that it has that weird peripheral where you like, you, you can buy, they're basically Lego Dimension toys, I guess, okay. and construct them, but they're all, they also like factor into the game. Okay. I mean, I guess like, I mean, there's like a set way that you can configure them or use them with the dimensions peripheral or whatever, but, uh, it's still interesting to me. And I, what's more interesting than that even is just all the different, um, IPs that they're bringing in to like shit like portal is going to be part of that game. I mean, anything goes cause any of the, any of the IPs they already have, access to are going to be a part of it, but they're yeah. also introducing new ones. Yeah, I'm curious, all the like, Warner Brothers stuff, all the Star Wars Are they stuff. going to be producing a bunch of Portal toys too, you know? like Possibly, I don't which know. Which would be kind of cool. It'd be interesting to see Valve kind of go in the direction of like making toys now too. I read about some other type of... Uh, yeah, some other stuff that was going to be in that too, but I do not remember what it was. But it was very interesting to me at the time. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Lego games are all pretty enjoyable. I mean, they're they're pretty much just like it's like playing Gauntlet or something, yeah. you know. It's just a beat 'em up where you roll through and just kill things and collect coins and, you know, unlock new characters or whatever. Like they're all they're all pretty fun. They're great for kids. They're a good way to engage kids, you know, and adults on a similar platform. And yeah, I, I mean, I always when I was growing up, I felt like those toys were never a waste of my time. Like I really felt like I gained something from I mean, thinking skills. Oh, and totally. Stuff from actually and not to mention, that. like Legos were expensive as fuck, and they yeah. still are. But I learned of, how to save lots of money to buy them. That's the for amount sure. of time invested in playing with them, like you get every penny worth. You know, like I, I can think of like the castles and things I had growing up, and like you, you take the one week where you actually build the castle and you play with it, and you're having a great time, and then you completely just shred it to pieces and build your own. Yeah. And then just rinse and repeat over and over again. And I, I'd still, like, to this day, I'm 30 years old. If you gave me a box full of Legos, I would be probably one of the happiest people in the room. Absolutely. I mean, they, they make Lego kits for 30-plus-year-old yeah, like people, the, basically. the Technic ones and, like, yeah. you know, all of the... Uh, the architecture ones. Yeah, like Falling Water and things like that. Like, that shit's cool. Like, they've ex- they've transcended beyond just being a kid's toy, you know? There's so much more than that now. Yeah, and I, I know children and adults al- alike enjoyed the lego movie immensely too so i mean there's no yeah podcast feedback send in uh, your feedback about what your favorite lego toys were growing up <laughs> it has nothing to do with video games but i don't really care like i just want to know what if anybody played with legos and what were their favorites yeah. I, was I was a huge was... fan i could ne- i have never even sold them they're sitting in my uncle's basement in giant 
bins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My my parents have all of ours from when we were growing up. I, my favorites were always I sold everything the, the else castles. that I owned as a child. Other than those, I could not yeah. give those up. I like the castles. Then they started doing like the ninjas and the samurai. Like that was really cool too. Those were later on. That was way after. But I also like the my like the, time. the Mars Patrol ones and things like that. Those were pretty cool. Um, uh, we digress. <clears throat> Next up on the list is Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection on October 9th. This will be cool because people who didn't touch Uncharted on PlayStation like 3 me. and myself, you know, I, it'll be exciting to have a chance to play those on a you know more recent platform, updated graphics and the whole bit, hopefully. Um, Brian, you, you're looking forward to the new Uncharted game too, which is why you want, you're looking forward to this collection. Yeah, so I want to play through the collection right. and be ready for the fourth game. Which I know is going to take some time because they're, yeah. not, they're not short games, from what I understand. Um, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I did finally play through The Last of Us a couple months ago, and yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. And I, I definitely want to see other games from. Um, I cannot think of the name Naughty, Naughty Dog. Dog. Yeah, they've always made great games. I mean, they did uh, Crash Bandicoot. Ah, yeah, I never. Those, those games are awesome. I never owned a PlayStation until now, so. Yeah, those are those are like I'll have to let you. Well, you've got the PlayStation TV, so you should definitely like go back and play some of those classics. Yeah, I know we've talked about that before. Uh, next up is Halo Five Guardians. Now, I still want to pick up Master Chief Collection because I've never played any of the Halo games at all. I will play through all of them from start to finish with you. Yeah, you so should pick it up. Me and you and Alex can play through them. Yeah, just breeze through it and then pick up Halo Five Guardians because Guardians looks really good. I was really worried when uh, Bungie passed the reins of Halo on to uh, was it? Uh, I cannot. It's a number studio. A number studio. I can't think of the name. <clears throat> Look it up on your fancy laptop. I want to say three one three, but that's like a Detroit, Detroit? kind of reference. Midwest. He's looking it up on his computer. Yeah, everyone, all two people that are listening to this know. Yep. I don't know, like seeing what Bungie did in the past, and I mean, like falling in love with Destiny, it makes me want to go back and play Halo. Three four three. Three four three. Uh, industries. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, they did a really good job on Halo Four. I thought, like the multiplayer, definitely took a step back, and I did not enjoy that aspect, which. In the past, the Halo multiplayer has been a huge part of the experience for right. me, but I thought they did a fantastic job with the campaign. They really added like a a stronger storytelling aspect to it, even though storytelling has been a part of Halo for as long as it's been Halo. But right. I'm, I'm really interested to look to see where Halo 5 goes. I think it's telling the story from two or maybe even three perspectives this time as well. Like Halo 2, I thought, was probably the strongest with the storytelling, and that was from two perspectives back and forth. Right. Yeah, I mean, I everything I've seen of Halo 5 looks really cool, so chances are, you know, we'll probably all end up picking it up and playing it. <clears throat> I hope I love it as much as I love Destiny. Let's put it that way. I could probably use a break from Destiny, will, but. but I don't know, like... <laughs> Um, <clears throat> next up on the list is Fallout 4 on November 10th and also Rise of the Tomb Raider same day, which kind of breaks my heart because I want both of those games really badly. And we all know Halo is just, or I mean, I'm sorry, Fallout's just going to win. I know it's going to just total, totally shadow Rise of the Tomb Raider, which don't get me wrong. Like 
I love Fallout, but I was really excited to see the Tomb Raider franchise get a reboot that actually worked and was really good. Yeah. So um, I'm that, really I'm pumped for this game. I, I want Rise of the Tomb Raider to do really well. Rise of the Tomb Raider also reminds me of another reason why I want to play the Uncharted Collection is because Tomb Raider is very much like based on the Uncharted way of doing that sort of, sort yeah. of game, you know, the exploration game. Right, right. Made it. They definitely made Tomb Raider much more cinematic. Yeah, from previous pre, uh, previous uh, versions. But Fallout Four, I think we're all excited for. I'm probably going to pick that up on Xbox because I want to be able to do the mods and things like that. That's something I'm interested in. I don't really care for the Pit Boy edition or anything like that. Just give me the game. Like I don't need any of the special shit. I don't yeah, I want to be comfortable in a game. I don't want a giant thing strapped to my wrist. The only special thing revolving around Fallout 4 that I want is the art book, which I think they said comes out in December. Like the art of Fallout 4 will be coming to Amazon for like 40 bucks, which is something yeah, I think really cool. Like that's that's sweet. And it's I think it's a limited release too. So I I definitely want to pick something, pick up a copy of that and have that in my uh repertoire of art books and things. Um I would say the only way that I'll get into Rise of the Tomb Raider before or like the same day as Fallout is if I play it first. Right. Because I know once I sit down to play Fallout, I'm going to look up and it'll be 10 hours later. Right. <laughs> That's what happened with the third one. Well, I'm just I'm hoping Fallout doesn't have some kind of like online mechanism where you have to log in or whatever and, and then the servers are all crashed. I don't think it will, but... Mm-hmm. You know, something that's going to keep me from playing it. If that's the case, then I'm just going to go buy Tomb Raider. Some sort of game-breaking bug. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I don't think they, they will. I think Bethesda has their shit on lock when it comes to Fallout. Mm -hmm. At least they, I mean, when it came out on Xbox 360, I mean, the Fallout 3, I mean, it was, a, it was perfect. That game was flawless. But then the PS3 version had so many bugs, and the PC version is still bugged, you know. but it's, I played Fallout 3 on PC and New Vegas, and... They ran fine. They were, yeah. And Skyrim's perfect on PC and uh, definitely the best version because of all the mods. And oh, shit. yeah. Being able to mod Skyrim is great. Um, and they're, they're anticipating Fallout 4 to sell more copies than Skyrim, which is that's kind of a big thing to say because Skyrim was a huge yeah. game. Skyrim still it's still selling copies like now, you know. That's a new news item you probably should have put in earlier how many copies Grand Theft Auto V has sold, which is like... 54 or something crazy oh that's and we should have talked about grand theft auto their rockstar is releasing the the dev kit basically for uh consoles no, so, i did not know that oh really yeah they're yeah. going to be releasing so you can make your own uh you, you know your, whatever they call it like the editor's tools or whatever that's awesome which will be really sweet yeah especially like on, i mean i only have it on xbox I, i'd love to pick it up on pc i heard somebody was making like a role-playing game out of it on pc which <laughs> is pretty cool so I don't know what that really entails, but... Speaking of mods, it's been making me rethink my... Like, I was originally thinking I would get the Xbox One version of Fallout 4 because I've had some stability issues in, in the past, a long time ago, with Bethesda games on PC. Yeah. And I know the Xbox One's going to have mod support before the PS4. Right. And... uh so I was thinking that's the way to go, but I was having a discussion re recently with my cousin, and uh, I think I might actually get the PC version because he he brought up a good point that 
the PC version, the mods are less limited because there's way more memory to deal with. Right. And memory can definitely be an issue when you're dealing with mods. True. Like how many mods you want to use at one time. But I was under the impression that, well, okay, that, that makes sense. Like using multiple mods at once or whatever. Yeah, with Skyrim, I have, I mean, eight gigs on my PC, which nowadays most PCs have 16 or something. But eight's more than enough right. for gaming. Um, and I don't do much else with it. So, uh, but even then, I almost fill it up with Skyrim mods. Right. Like it hits the cap pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how much I'm actually going to end up modding Fallout on Xbox, but I I just remember playing Fallout 3 on Xbox 360 and loving it, and just maybe I'm, I nostalgically want to somehow recreate that experience. I don't know. I mean, I love... Yeah, well, I'll use my Xbox One controller regardless. Yeah, I mean, I love PlayStation and Xbox equally at this point, but... I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like maybe my PC won't be able to handle it. I don't know. I haven't really been playing my PC at all, anyway. Yeah, so. for you and uh, Ricky, I would recommend not getting the PC version. That's yeah. the other thing too. Like I think Ricky's copy might end up being a PC copy because he's getting a Pip Boy one, so right. I could always get a PS4 and trade with him. Yeah, because I don't think his his rig's gonna cut it. All right, next up on the list is Star Wars Battlefront on November 17th. Now, yeah. That's that's a pretty exciting game. I think everybody's any anybody who's anybody in the video game world is pretty excited about Battlefront right For now. several reasons. I mean, I've been a big fan personally of the Battlefront games, the last 3 Battlefront games. And uh so yeah, Bad Company 2 and 3 and then 4. Right. Well, regular Battlefield. But, um, well, Hardline, actually, was good, too. So Hardline four games. Cool. But multiplayer-wise, I thought Hardline was lacking compared to the old games. Yeah. Um, yeah, Battlefront's going to be super exciting, for one, because all, I think all of our PS4 pals are going to get it. All yeah, of them. we'll have a lot of people to play with, that's for sure. Yeah. It I comes mean, out on my birthday, too. Oh, yeah. Which is exciting. It'll make it easy for it's me a to game I don't have birthday to pay this for. year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 60 bucks I don't have to spend like again I don't I don't need any weird special editions or anything it's yeah I don't think you're getting shit strip, from me this strip year. down <laughs> games are, are good yeah, I don't I just want the game I don't need all the frilly stuff but yeah Battlefront will be good I, and that'll be that we'll definitely end up reviewing that I'm sure I mean most of these games I don't know if we're going to review all of these on the podcast but I mean definitely Fallout Tomb Raider Battlefront Halo 5 you know Probably Mad Max. And Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. Yeah. I don't know if we'll touch Until Dawn. I'm sure we'll have a whole episode of The Taken King, probably. But um, And next on the list here is StarCraft II Legacy of the Void. This is Brian's. He uh, he's, he's saying it's rumored to be coming out on the 27th of November. Brian, you're a big StarCraft fan. I'm not, so you should probably talk about this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean, I really loved the original StarCraft, and uh, I've always sucked at StarCraft multiplayer, but damn, yeah. I've certainly tried. I mean, I put, I was part of, I want to say, the StarCraft 2, no, wait, I'm thinking back to WarCraft 3, actually. I was part of the WarCraft 3 Frozen Throne beta. Okay. I played, like, out of 110 matches, I won 10, and, like, six of them were actually legit, I think. 
Right on. Four of them were just from disconnects or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at those kind of at RTS games in general, but I love playing them. And I I think more than anything, I like the single player game for RTSs. Like Company of Heroes is probably my favorite at this point. Yeah, I feel like the competitive nature of playing online in those sorts of games, like I just can't handle that. Like no, it's this, it's fun. It's just yeah, it's too much. It's, give, me, give me the narrative, and I, we'll go from there. I'm so much better at like FPSs just because I'm dealing with one character. You know, I'm not trying right. to micromanage a thousand different things at once. Yeah, it's really hard to run an economy and a war at the same time as one person. <laughs> I, but, never, I never thought about it that way, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what those games are about. Uh, anyways, though, Legacy of the Void is the third part of StarCraft II. I mean, they basically made it three full games instead okay. of just one game. Yeah. Because the, each like segment of the three is, is as long by itself as all of the original StarCraft. Okay. As far as the campaigns go. And they also tweak the multiplayer every time, and they add new units. So, uh, but I mean, they're pretty nice about. It. I feel like it was only like forty bucks or something the last time, which I thought was reasonable. Yeah, but you also don't need to own the original StarCraft. So it's, it stands on its own, which is yeah. kind of a big deal. But you would never want to play the Legacy of the Void campaign without playing the other two because the narrative runs all the way through. Right, I would assume so. I don't know. It it's not like rumor says, yeah, like November twenty seventh, but there's no real date for it right now. Other gotcha. than it's definitely coming out this fall. Yeah. All right. Uh, then next up on the list is Rainbow Six Siege on December first. Yeah. They just pushed that back, right? Yeah, like a few days ago. Yeah. It was in October, which I'm actually happy that they pushed it back because nothing else is coming out in December for sure. Yeah. So that's well, good. Yeah, because November's pretty heavy with a lot of big, big yeah. releases, blockbusters. Um, but Rainbow's, the Rainbow Six series has always been pretty solid. I was I love the first one. It was one of my favorite games to play on PC back in the day. Yeah, I it was like too hard for me, I want to say. Oh, yeah, I used to just flip because I didn't God have, mode and just yeah. destroy things, but... It was still, I mean, it was fun to play even if you were cheating. <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting. I got actually got a little more into the sequel. Yeah. And then um, the Vegas. third one I didn't play much. Uh, the Vegas ones I played. The Vegas ones were like probably the best in the series from Yeah, they're from not I've heard. as realistic and they got rid of the planning aspect of it, yeah. which was kind of a bummer. But they were just really satisfying to play. Right on. They like I mean I played a lot of multiplayer in those games a lot. Yeah. I enjoyed it probably more than the COD games. Cause, uh, it, it was more realistic than the COD games but not you know too realistic. Right. I I just enjoy all the loadout options and stuff and the fact that they're actually all real options in real life. Yeah, I mean I I'd, I'd be interested in in picking that one up for review. Um it it definitely looks great. I'm you know and and it's always People always get super bummed out when delays happen, but I always just assume that a delay is happening in a game. They're pushing it back because they clearly don't, they're not putting out what they want to put out and yeah. they want to take that extra time to make the game all it can be. So I'm not going to be upset that they pushed it back. Well, with Ubisoft, I'm definitely happy that they're delaying a game yeah, to like, make it more w- polished. Way to go. Take, take that opportunity, you know? 
Um, they should do that with all the Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, for sure. Like the first game probably should have been delayed two years. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. It was I a pol- the first game was it pretty, was a polished game. It just was lacking so much. The second one was where it was at, man. Yeah, the second one had the story and narrative on lock and just stuff to do that was actually fun, right. other than killing people. Uh, next on the list, and it's to be announced, is XCOM Two. Now, I didn't get into the XCOM series as a youth. Yeah, but, I wasted uh, my free Steam copy on you, that's for sure. Well, I, I'm, I would love to play it more, but I don't play much on my PC now because I have consoles that take play over it my on life. Mac. Anyways, the, uh, the XCOM game, XCOM 1 was awesome. The Enemy Unknown was great. Loved it. Loved playing it. Just not enough to make Brian happy. It was definitely a cool game to play, though. And I'm excited that, that it's expanding. They're making more, which is good. Um, what are you? Are they introducing anything new that you're excited about, particularly? Um, yeah, I mean, new units. There's lots of different unit types. There's new research options. Um, I mean, for the most part, it looks like it'll be more of the same, but just bigger and better. Yeah. And uh, graphically, it'll probably be better and more polished. Although I liked the style and the way the graphics right. looked in that game, anyways. But um, it'll be interesting, too, because the base is actually going to be a flying ship, kind of like the Avengers. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Right on. And uh, it's going to be PC only, too, which means they'll be able to focus more. I mean, the game was really, well, it was really polished, except it's one of the only games I own that does crash on my computer randomly. Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like if they're just focusing on the one version, that that'll be less likely. And uh, multiplayer had all kinds of issues with disconnects. Yeah. And the multiplayer aspect was really awesome because there are no other, that I know, other turn-based tactical games to play against other people that are actually good, you know? Right. Right on. Well, we're going to take a quick break right now. I'm going to take Lizzie outside because I think she has to take a shit. That's an official Midwest film nerd or game nerds shit. Animal shit. Yes. So we'll be right back to talk about some of these honorable mentions that we have. Welcome back to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. We're going to go over some of these honorable mentions, honorable mentions for the mentions for the the games that are coming out through the end of the year. Here, first up on the list is Assassin's Creed Syndicate for October twenty third. Do you think you're going to have to push this one off too, Brian? Yeah, considering I got Unity last year. Well, it was free to me, but anyways, I still got unity and i never played it more than like an hour yeah so i just feel like i'm i'm not really looking to play syndicate right now i'm just burned out on assassin's creed games i think yeah they've been kind of like one a year now for the past few years i feel like if they made a black flag 2 you know pirate simulator 2.0 then i would probably play (laughs) that so you don't really care for that one or 
What do you? I mean, do you, is it a game you want to review? Mm. Or is this a game? It's that, a game I want to play next year. I think. Yeah, like a year after, which is why it's in the honorable mentions. Right on. When it gets to be cheaper. Uh, it looks two. interesting, like the setting they picked and stuff. Yeah, was, just like I said, it, like I just can't France see or myself. Whatever, or? No, that was the last year. Was it last year? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. This I've year lost is track. Victorian London. Ah, Victorian London. That yeah. sounds fun. Charles Dickens and shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Be cool. Uh, number two here, Call of Duty Black Ops Three, which they just opened the beta to all PlayStation members. What? For yeah, free? it's like anybody can play it on oh, PSN. Well, I'll right try that now. out. I don't know how long, but that comes out November sixth. I I like I like the Call of Duty games. I'll probably play it for a little bit and then I'll get bored with it. Like I yeah. play, I don't like I can't. I'm not gonna play it to the extent that I played Destiny ever. I didn't but. like the last two online, and that's the only reason that I ever get COD games anymore because. I haven't liked a campaign really in, since like the first Modern Warfare. Right. So, I mean, I, they're, they're yeah, all I the mean, same. I'll probably pick up Black Ops. But I, 3, I mean, I like Twitch kind of shooters I, online. I don't know I do if like I want to pay full price for this, though. Yeah. I feel like these games are overrated in terms of overall gameplay and value like they're not they're definitely not worth the money that you invest in them as players but the last one i enjoyed playing online was black ops 2 though and that's the only reason why it's even on this list is because i think maybe the online might actually be fun because i liked both the black ops games yeah. ghosts was okay yeah i hated it the campaign sucked but online was okay in my opinion but i did i liked black ops 2 that was that was great yeah and the first one was too for um, online, yeah, the stories were stupid, but whatever. I just realized you have this list of honorable mentions completely out of order. Uh, let's take it back to September 11th is Super Mario Maker. Well, you skipped Just Cause. Well, I'm going out of order. Oh, okay. Because you have it out of order. Okay. So anyway, Super Mario Maker it looks pretty cool. We don't even have access. Well, Alex has a Wii U. So we probably could actually play this and review it if we wanted to. Yeah, but I feel like it takes some time to actually craft good Mario levels. <laughs> Have to get out some fucking graph paper and shit and actually like and map, map that it out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I would probably be more interested in seeing what other people come up with. I just don't think I'm that creative as as an art student. <laughs> <laughs> as someone going to college to major in art. I don't feel like I'm creative enough. <laughs> That's probably a pretty solid criticism for any any the artist looking introspectively. Yeah. Well, but, good thing this podcast isn't about that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that I would probably I'll play some Super Mario Maker. I think I would enjoy that. I, I mean, the Mario games are classic. I They're still go play. and play Mario games once in a while. I'll load up an emulator or whatever and check yeah. Them and, out. and honestly, like because Megan always well, she doesn't always, but she used to always try to get me to go over to her mom's house to play Mario on the Wii, like whatever the one that came out for the original Wii was that had like four player or whatever. Like I loved playing it. I hated playing it with other people, which it was, was the whole idea. Yeah, it was so ridiculous. But playing like the game itself was a lot of fun. I just couldn't stand playing it with other people because I, they were. All, I felt like everyone else was holding me back. Yeah, that's kind of the point. So, um, 
Let's see, September 15th is NHL 16. The hockey games are kind of all over the place for me. I don't know. Like, I like. I think I like football games better than like hockey games. Not for me. But I, I I would say for me it goes hockey, um, soccer, then uh, probably golf. Yeah, and I like. I, I have FIFA zero games. interest in golf. I'd probably say FIFA, and then that I, but, I actually yeah. that Rory McElroy or whatever that golf game that just came out. I heard was actually halfway decent, so I kind of want to pick that up. Yeah, I don't know. I've always liked playing golf games on the computer. Yeah, and, but I, I know Ben and and uh, Ryan will probably end up picking up NHL 16. Yeah, and they play on Xbox. Ricky unfortunately has a PS4 now, which he loves playing. NHL like with Ben usually so yeah, well. but oh well like you know maybe you and Ricky can play NHL 16 I might join I don't know whatever yeah I don't know I've always enjoyed the NHL games um but I, I mean I'm not a sports fan whatsoever I just, me either I like I play video games because I don't like sports. like I, I understand the, the sports that I actually play the games of right yeah well, no, I mean, like I said, I, I like the FIFA games. Like, FIFA's fun. I can get into that. Yeah, I like the NHL ones just because they're a little faster than FIFA. Right. But uh, I'm curious to check it out because I hear, like, everything that they left out of last year's game is actually in it this time, plus a bunch of other improvements. So. I mean, what other things could they possibly change in a sports game about hockey, you know? Well, like, they have a lot of different modes, like online modes and shit that they used to not have. The last one that I bought, I think, was NHL 12, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Dishonored Definitive Edition comes out next week the uh, on August 25th. Yeah. The only reason that's not on my list is because I've already played all the way through Dishonored and right. the first DLC. But I never played through the second one, so I may pick up the Definitive Edition eventually when it drops in price. Yeah, I don't want to pay full price for a game because I would like, like to play years. through that game again too because I really liked it. And there's, you can play through it again in an entirely different way. So, like, I would like to do the stealth approach where you absolutely don't kill anybody. Right. And I definitely didn't play it that way the first time. My city was plagued with rats eating people, people's corpses because I was not a good player. Yep. <laughs> um. December 1st, Just Cause 3. I tried playing Just Cause 2, and it, while it was enjoyable to an extent, I, like the controls were like all over the place, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what's kind of scared me from playing those games, like scared me off. Right. But um, I've always heard the, they're a ton of fun. The internet loves them, like loves them. Yeah, they're. I hear they're a ton of fun, so I, I see a new one's coming out. And I assume it'll be even more polished control-wise than right. the older ones. So I figured I might as well check it out. But I'm not in any hurry to check it out, which is why it's on this honorable mentions list. And yeah, I mean, I'd be interested in see Like, all the screenshots look amazing. Like, graphically, it definitely looks badass. Um, I, if, if I actually do end up getting it, I probably want to play through Just Cause 2 just... Again, like actually pick it up and play through more just of cause. it. Just cause. <laughs> just cause. Just cause too. Um, I don't know. It. I never thought it was one of those games that people would enjoy, but apparently it's it's just become a cult hit. 
Smash. Occult Smash. I don't know if the third one has any sort of multiplayer, but that was like a huge deal was in it? the gaming news for a while that somebody was adding a multiplayer mode to Just Cause 2. Like it I was, thought it all was anybody cared about was the grappling hook. Yeah, well, I mean, that was actually in the game. Yeah, like you could grapple airplanes. Yeah, it does sound really cool. It's kind of ridiculous, but yeah. Um, December 8th, Hitman. This is a reboot. I don't know anything about the new Hitman game coming out. I think it is. Is it going to be sweet? Does it coincide with the movie that just bombed in theaters? I don't think so. Hey, film nerds, review that new Hitman movie. (laughs) If you're listening, I heard it was awful. Like it's being it's being hailed as the as the worst reviewed movie of any video game franchise of all time. Ouch. Which I thought that was achieved already by the previous Hitman movie that came out like eight six years ago or whatever, with Timothy Oliphant as as Agent Forty Seven. <laughs> Don't I love Timothy Oliphant? I think he's great. I think the best character he's ever played was uh, the dude in uh, Girl Next Door, like. Uh, Alicia, oh, yeah. Alicia was, Cuthbert's pimp or whatever. It was pretty funny. His, her porn director. I can't think of his name off the top of my head now, the character name. But he was great. He did the two-finger snap and point, you know, like snaps his fingers and points with two fingers, tells all the kids to stay in school. <laughs> best part of the whole movie. Not really. If I were actually in school at that point, I would Alicia made, Cuthbert's the best part of that whole movie. She That, she, that girl's adorable. Anyways, uh, the Hitman series... I own a handful of these games on Steam, and I haven't touched any of them. They were just all on sale, and I bought them on a whim. I actually played most of the original Hitman. No, wait. No, I finished the original Hitman. I finished the second Hitman. I like Hitman Go. And beyond that, I never finished any of the Hitman games. I bought, what was it called, like Ascension or something, which looked really good and was... Play, the latest gameplay one? wise was good for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the latest one. But I had issues like with the stealth mechanics in general. Yeah. I mean, even the older games, I just felt like I knew whether or not people were actually going to see me. And in this, they added all this mini map info to try to tell you that people were going to see you and shit. But it it I don't know. I just felt like people were constantly alerted to my presence and I had no idea why. Right. Maybe I just suck at it. Sometimes the AI isn't fair, man. True. But anyways, that kind of ties up our list of games coming out. It's mostly my list, by the way. It is. Mo- it is. It's pretty much of it. all of the whole list was made by Brian. But a lot of these games on here are games that I'm interested in, too. So I'm sure if Alex or Gojo would have been with us or Matt. They would have had a lot Definitely, more of a variety if, of games. If Gojo were on, he'd probably have a handful of other games you know, he'd want to talk about. It's the too. last month of summer. People are busy, and there are not very many games coming out. Alex so is out of town. This is all you get. Hopefully this episode wasn't too boring. Let's talk about Fallout Shelter for a minute because I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> oh, I was obsessed with it. I had to stop playing it because it was making me angry. I don't know if anybody else had that same experience with Fallout Shelter, but... It wouldn't be any different than anything else in life for me, because everything makes me angry. Yeah, Fallout Shelter's infuriating, because you build up all this cool stuff, and then all of a sudden you get mole rats, and they destroy everything. 
It made me really sad. Anyways, Fallout Shelter, I've been playing the hell out of that, if anybody cares. I played it for about a half hour, I want to say. But, like, most of the times I try to play shit on my phone or tablet, my neck starts to hurt and my eyes start to hurt and I quit. I just don't find it comfortable to play mobile games. I found it easiest to play while sitting on the toilet, like, <laughs> like Ryan said on the last episode. He's totally right. It's a great game to play while you're sitting on the toilet. So toilet's like a really good gaming chair then? Like orthopedically, it's like... Uh, I mean, it, like, was it... It was. I think it was on Home Improvement, the TV show, they made a toilet that was like a lazy boy. Like, it had a recliner and everything. Yeah, but a Lazy Boy is my gaming chair, so... Yeah, so imagine if you never had to get up from that gaming chair. That would be pretty incredible. Right? I should figure that out. Well, that's what they did in Home Improvement when they made the man's bathroom. Hmm. It, had, it, was, a, it was a toilet with, like, a recliner. And there was a TV in the bathroom, so you could play video games while you shat. That is awesome. Right. Anyways... As always, if you're listening along and like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at midwestgamers at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Please let us know what games you guys want to hear us review if you're interested in hearing what our opinions or let us know what games you want to pick up this, uh, you know, for the remainder of the year here, this last quarter of 2015. I can't believe the year's almost like we're almost done with this. Yeah. That's kind of insane. Lots uh, to look forward to, though. Yeah, there are a lot of great games coming out. Lots of potential here for, you know, you know, you guys being recluses stuck inside doing nothing, except playing video games and wasting away in lazy boy shooters. Yeah. Winter of twenty sixteen is going to be awesome. It's going to be pretty epic. Don't forget to do all of your Amazon shopping through Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. A little bit of that money you spend will end up back in our hands to help us pay for all these great games coming out this year. Uh, other than that, thank you to Au for a theme song, Materia Mosh. Check out his stuff, soundcloud.com slash A-H-H-O-O-H. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for this uh, episode here. It's a little bit shorter. Hopefully it's not terribly boring. Hopefully it's a little bit informative for everybody. Uh, and thanks again to Youp for giving us the idea to go through the list of games coming out. We really appreciate the fact that he sent us in some feedback. So, Since Alex is not around, do you have any idea what they're doing in the next film, Nerds? I have no idea. I do, I'm do. i pretty sure they're not touching Fantastic Four because that movie sucks. <laughs> um, the last episode they did was on the uh, the Wet Hot American Summer series that was released on oh, Netflix. I saw that. The previous episode was all about True Detective, season two. saw that too. So the... Uh, those, those guys really know what they're talking about when it comes to movies and series, so definitely take a listen if you don't already. You, I know you do. You love them. You love them more than us, I bet. Probably not, because you actually talk to us on Twitter more. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, What's next for the next episode, what's possibly? Next for I, I was thinking I, probably Mad Max or... Yeah, I think we'll probably hit Mad Max and Phantom Pain. Yeah. Or not Phantom... Is it Phantom Pain? Phantom yeah. Pain, yeah. yeah. So we'll probably hit both of those games on the next episode. Uh, so look forward to that. That being said, everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekend and the next week. Until next time, thanks. Peace out. Later.